Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines Podcast on Stitcher Premium. Use Fake Headlines for one month free. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free, like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt and Circumstance. Welcome to my show. Science Rules with Bill Nye and so many more. Plus get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for the whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 79. Hello, welcome. Welcome to our show. This is a great. We It's a new year. It's our first full episode. The first episode of 2020. I'm feeling great. Not only did we do yoga tonight, but I meditated during the day while at work. That's amazing. I'm feeling great. I did not meditate at work. I'm telling you, man, meditation at work is the way to go. <laughs> we have uh, stressful jobs. We work, we work in the banking industry and uh, things are, things are uh, stressful. There's no one super happy. And <laughs> so you went off site, meditated and joined a cult. Great job, babe. <laughs> yeah. Our income is solved. I uh, went out into the parking lot. A shaman came by and then a Sherpa and then they both we got on the back of a llama. We went up to the top cool. of the Himalayas. Wow. We chanted and prayed. How and, long was your lunch break? Uh, it was about 14 hours. Okay. R- round trip. That's yeah. why I haven't seen you since Friday. Yeah. And that's why I grew this super long beard while I'm wearing a robe. I just yeah. ditched my clothes about re- halfway up the hill. I'm really into it. So I wasn't going to say yeah, anything. Yeah. You, you, you kind of gave me that look like you were into this sort of uh, crazed mountain man look that I've developed over the sure. course of 14 hours. Yeah. But when you, that's what happens when you're, uh, meditating so hard it just causes your beard to grow like this can you explain the socks with sandals <laughs> yeah they just give me i bought them at the gift shop at the bottom of the okay. mountain yeah okay <laughs> great but seriously meditation at work it made the rest of the day so much better i think meditation in general makes life so much better because it i mean like we were kind of talking about this earlier like how it's funny to see this out in the real world now, things with meditation and being um, mindful, mindfulness, being mindfulness is, used, is, yeah. is so, um, it seems like it, I see it so much more in pop culture, but, um, 15 years ago when I was learning this stuff, like my first year in college, it was like, for me, it was all new then. Mm-hmm. And it was all stuff that they teach you like in, you know, beginning or acting, acting, blah, 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 beginning acting classes in actory factory and actory factory, <laughs> uh, which is what college is called. <laughs> I went to an actory factory. I went to an actory factory. And got my and degree in actory. Now I am actory. No, I'm an actory. It's a factory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, definitely. I think maybe because of the just the, uh, the it's a consequence maybe of the modern times we're in. Yeah. where we don't slow down enough. So then, yeah, but I'm telling you, man, we just did a guided meditation at work in a conference room. It was like 20 people. Some people were like laying on the floor. I can, I Gross. cannot be that comfortable in public. They'll never be able to do that. I sat at a, in a conference room chair and closed my eyes in with a room full of strangers virtually. So that was, a, that was big for me. That was a lot of trust I put in this room. Yeah. Anyone could have. Yeah. 
I had my hand in my wallet. Punch you in the, the face. Well, I had my hand on my wallet the entire time. Good. A little yeah. did they know everything's maxed out. They wouldn't have gotten shit, but. I went straight to uh, violence uh, <laughs> due to a disgruntled employee. Yeah, well, that's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just listened to like a, a guided meditation for like 10 minutes, and it was just wonderful yeah that's nice yeah i really enjoyed it yeah uh it's kind of like when i i like i i guess the closest thing that i can get to meditation at work is uh going for walks on my lunch break because mm-hmm. i just need to get away from people and like just because uh, my job is really stressful, so sometimes I like my brain is just on overload, so I need at least a half an hour to just leave and not talk mm-hmm. to anyone. Get away from everybody. Get away yeah. from everyone. Yeah, just unplug. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was really nice. Like, I'm no meditation expert. I've done it like a handful of times now, but every time I've done it, it's been great. So yeah. I'm, I think 2020 is the year of meditation. I think it's, we've used a meditation app before. We have. Yeah. Um, to get us to fall asleep faster. Cause I, yeah. I often struggle with my, my brain racing a lot at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even really drink caffeine after the morning. Like I haven't had coffee since this morning. Oh, I'm having one right now. So I may need to meditate later. <laughs> and, uh, but my brain is still, uh, usually on fire thinking yeah. about things that I need to get done. And, and things that I want to do, things that I didn't get done today and like feeling kind of bummed about that. And it just helps kind of calm everything down. So I'm glad you were able to experience yeah. that today, midday at work in yeah. such a, I'm going to have to remember this next time I have a really shitty day at work, which will probably be tomorrow. Cause that's just how work goes. Yeah. And, uh, just be that's able to- positive, <laughs> but I said it with a smile yesterday. I would have been crying saying that yeah. the meditation is really changed my perspective on things. <laughs> no but it was pretty cool yeah and uh the other uh the other thing that was uh that i'm still excited about didn't happen today but it happened on sunday mm-hmm. uh for christmas uh, tiffany got me uh us uh tickets to go to a uh what would you call this like a class a coffee workshop coffee class yeah at a local uh, coffee house here in uh, buffalo and uh, we learned all the different types of uh, not all the different types. We learned several different types of techniques. coffee m- techniques to make coffee. Pour mm-hmm. over, French press, mm-hmm. uh, some cold other thing. brew, cold brew, mm-hmm. and uh, actory factory. I think it was what Hack- it was called. Actory factory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, espresso. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. X, just S. Just S. Yeah. Or earlier when we were talking about this before we started recording, I said espresso, like it was an X, like an express express well it doesn't express to um feel like you need to run around real quick we drink yeah we did have a sh- the shot what would you call it, a shot of espresso <laughs> yeah it, it was like as not even that because like, i think when they serve it to you it's not a lot anyway because it's so concentrated mm-hmm. but the little bit that we were able to try oh. i was like this is not for me this is this is gross i wanted to spit it out but i didn't and um but you, I you said it that way, but you said it like 20 I said times faster. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. And then I went and I ran outside around the building. Um, well, by building, I mean block about 10 times and then came back and I was like, whew, I feel better now. Yeah. Thanks. It was weird. What's next? Every time you, every time you pass by, I would try to call out to you, but you were growing by so fast. You didn't yeah. hear me though. Yeah. I didn't miss anything though. I was back by the time the next lesson started. Yeah. You actually uh, bent time. You were going so fast. 
nobody you, people didn't even know you were gone but i did because yeah. i'm in love with you so i noticed that <laughs> kind of thing but yeah i'm not a big uh, espresso person uh, that was very uh, powerful potent uh, bitter stuff but you are a big coffee person and yes. you love this but yeah this was awesome i enjoyed learning about coffee and the different uh ways to make the different sort of uh, the formula to making coffee the, yeah. the temperature of the water and the the surface of the bean and all, we learned all kinds of very interesting stuff yeah it um i guess it, i mean it makes sense because i think with with cooking and stuff um you kind of think about the the chemistry elements that go into it and with coffee uh the way the way this guy he owns he's part owner of the coffee shop so obviously he's very passionate about it very nerdy about it which is great um and uh but the way that he was explaining it there was there was just so many um sort of chemistry balance uh elements to it that was that was a bit surprising to me yeah me too and uh, i was like wow okay this makes it this makes sense this is the formula yeah that you have to have for good coffee right so and um, changing any one of them could change the outcome of the coffee yeah absolutely to your liking or displeasure but yeah. that's the kind of the experimentation of it uh, like the size of the uh you know, the ground, grounds, um, the heat of the wa- temperature of the water. Exactly. All yeah. those things have an effect on the flavor. How and long it's potency. Um, um, bloomed in the water. Yeah. I, I haven't, blo- I've never bloomed anything before. Not even a flower. I n- I've never been bloomed. Just puberty. <laughs> I bloomed, I bloomed at 13. <laughs> and then it was a slow descent ever since. <laughs> I had like 12 good minutes at 13. <laughs> It was the first 12 minutes of the year, and then after that, nothing. <laughs> I bloomed like the corpse flower. It, it, it was really exciting, and, and then it, and then it smelled, and I was like, is this is it? Why do I smell like this now? It's just it's several years and just a big smell. That's pretty much all it is. This is not much to go. Not very exciting. That was a callback to like episode four. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that was really fun. Yeah, it was and, very exciting. And I love giving gifts and i have to say that i was so excited to (laughs) give kevin this gift i was like oh my god i can't believe i didn't think about this before and at first uh, um the classes were sold out and then i emailed the guy and i was like so do you have any other classes coming up not in january like in february because i wanted to give this to my husband as a gift and he's like oh uh, you both can come I'll, i'll make room for you i was like okay yeah. So he, yeah, he, uh, I mean, it was very small cause it's a very small coffee shop. It's not very big at all. So it was only seven of us in the class, but it, um, he made an exception to have both of us there. And I thought that was really nice. Yeah, it was, it was cool. And they're opening up another location uh, in Buffalo as well. It's called overwinter coffee in case you're yes. interested in checking yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also, we also got a couple bags of their coffee from the class too. Yeah. Excited to try those again, but, uh, yeah, great coffee, a really cool place. Great customer uh, service. I find. Yeah. I would recommend uh, going there for coffee mm-hmm. or going there for a course. There's lots of different classes on roasting and, uh, the coffee 101 i guess for lack of a better term yeah i think they're looking to expand their classes probably in the future uh once they get the other location underway but, but yeah check it out so cool and so great and i tell you after we, we left there flying high and feeling great and i also realized how much of a difference you good know, coffee good is. good coffee yeah like, as much as i love coffee uh we put up with such bad coffee most of our lives because of the convenience of it that's why people add so much creamer to their coffee or yeah, sugar to their coffee right. it's because probably the coffee you're drinking 
is shitty. Right. And you right. need that to taste good. Ex- yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're masking it, you know, like, like in the morning we're making, uh, just your average drip coffee from using Wegmans coffee. Just grounds. your average drip. Your average Joe. Just, we're just a couple of average Joes drinking our morning coffee. And, uh, but then when you <laughs> taste. It's funny that you used average Joes. Uh, <laughs> I did. We're just a couple of Java Joes and Java Janes. I was going to say, we're just a couple of average drips just drinking some <laughs> Java Joes. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, so the, oh, the coffee we have in the morning and throughout the day, it's fine. We're, I'm drinking a K cup right now. I'm sorry, but, uh, it was convenient, keyword. Uh, but when you compare it to what you get at Overwinter Coffee, it is night and day. <laughs> it is so much. <laughs> what they do is so much better and the techniques and everything involved uh god bless them and i'm glad they're around because it was awesome and uh we need to step up our coffee game at home i think is where i'm going with this i think so yeah i uh, uh, it may just be the meditation talking but (laughs) damn it we need to step it up the only disappointment that i had was that i had one question to him about tea and he was like "Ah, i'm not a tea guy and i was like (laughs) That's fair. That's an honest answer. It was a coffee shop, not a tea shop. Yeah, but hey. you sell tea. <laughs> but it was good. That was fun. It was a fun. Yeah, time. it was a great time. I definitely, definitely checked them out. It was definitely worth the uh, worth the trip down there, downtown. 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 And now Kevin's inspired to make me better coffee. So yeah, I'm really. It's a win-win. It <laughs> we have a French press now. We are going to get crazy this weekend. <laughs> During the week, we're going to stick to our regular old Wegmans boring coffee. That's what we have to do this. I just don't have the time. I can barely get up and get to going and get to work on time as it is. I cannot add an extra task. I'm sorry. Uh, Kevin. Uh, Tiffany. This is Fake Headlines Podcast. It is. It is. What do we do here? We, every week, we each look on the internet, find some sort of wacky headline, we're like, wow, this is funny. And then we make up two of our own, bring it to each other, talk about it a bit, and then guess which one is real. So were you telling me that we're about to venture into this contest where we are going to try to guess not only what these articles are about, but then try to guess which one of these three could be real? Yes. Well, I'm down. I have nothing else to do tonight. I hope you brought yours. I did. I brought mine. <laughs> All right. So I'm going first this week and yeah. uh, I will now pitch you my three headlines. Tiffany, are you ready? I am. All right. Uh, here we go. Headline number one, gym class without the gym with technology, it's catching on. Gym class without the gym with technology, it's catching on. Headline number two, sequester jurors extend deliberations to catch up on TV. Judge issues fines. There's a lot of wor- big words there. So I'm going to have to do some abbreviations and then ask you to repeat it at a later time. You got it. Sequester jurors extend deliberations to catch up on TV. Judge issues fines. <laughs> and headline number three food blogger caught plagiarizing recipes from Betty Crocker cookbook. Oh. Food blogger caught plagiarizing recipes from Betty Crocker cookbook. These are awesome. So, Tiffany, these are three headlines. Now, one of them is a real one, two of them are fakers that I've made up. Let's figure out what these stories could be about based simply on the headlines. Let's see where our imaginations go, and then we'll figure out which one's real. Okay. <laughs> these then, are really something. Thank you. I think it's the meditation. I, these all, uh, these, this whole thing just uh, came to me during a meditation session today. All of them? Yeah. 
Wow. It's amazing. That's outstanding. <laughs> wow, that tea is good. Good. Mm. Smells good. I'm drinking a little uh, mint tea this evening, and it's delicious. Um, okay, gym class without the gym. Now it's possible with technology catching on? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, gym class without the gym. So instead of working your body, you're working your brain? No, I think you're still working your you're working your body, uh, but not... Work that body. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> People, don't you know? Don't you know? It's gym class time. <laughs> no, uh, so the, the, the traditional gym class maybe is not... Uh, the, the walls have broken down. It's a gym without borders. So maybe... maybe no parachute? No parachute, yes. Maybe you have to get your own parachute. Oh. Yeah, so I think what, the, what this means is like, you know, instead of going to... A gym class, maybe you, while you're at school, you ha- go for a walk and it, you know, but the technology keeps track of your steps or whatever. So that qualifies for oh, I gym see. class or something like that. Okay. Or maybe it's one of those virtual things like you see the advertisement for on the TV where it's like a thing you hang up on the wall. And Man, like I a- want one of those. It's like where it like, you can like select the weight. It's like yeah. a digital weight. There's like a, there's like a, it's like a That's giant so tablet cool. with the accessories on it. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's like one of those, uh, exercise bikes that the commercials were troublesome for. Peloton? <laughs> um, wow. That's, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, gym class without the gym technology is catching it. So, um, instead of traditional gym, efforts we're we're relying a little bit more on right a little bit more on the technology technology efficiency yeah okay so maybe uh maybe the uh, creepy gym teachers out of a job (laughs) i think you still need that stuff though i think yeah it i mean i mean it could be a little bit of self-taught but Mm -hmm. i mean I think you still need a little bit of guidance, even if yeah. it's technology based. True. So maybe there isn't a gym class teacher there's like because <laughs> there's now a virtual person in being beamed on the wall who's telling you what right. to do. Or the gym teacher is like uh, IT nerd, uh, AV club representative here. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the scrawny guy. Blow the whistle here. Get your attention. Um, <laughs> if everybody could synchronize your Fitbits, <laughs> uh, please stop throwing things at me. I am in official capacity here. You should really respect me. Um. <laughs> I I would imagine that guy or lady would. Um, I was doing a lady. Yeah, so okay. it was a lady. <laughs> would <laughs> would. Um, uh, create a uh, avatar in order to address the class. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they could still use technology to address the class, but in like, like their ideal kind sort of, of way. Kind of like a Wizard of Oz type thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. <laughs> he is full of shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't come back. I don't know how it works. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's both the wizard in the balloon and also uh, the scrawny gym teacher on a bicycle. Oh, stop uh, this crazy thing. <laughs> it's like a broken bumper car. He's just spinning yeah. around in the corner. Oh, oh, Gavin. I don't know when Gavin came to mind. <laughs> that's a good name. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very... Um, 
do you do you think that this is something that's probably on track uh for us is that we um will introduce more technology driven gym classes in schools Mm -hmm. because i mean we've already done that in classrooms like regular classrooms where there are certain schools that have tablets and instead of books and and instead of notebooks and stuff like that um yeah i see this being something that would would catch on more and more so maybe maybe instead of having like tablets uh, kids get um, Fitbit like or, 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 or like a fitness similar. tracker right. of some yeah. sort. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. Because it's kind of like at work, like when I was uh, a couple companies ago that I was at, uh, one of the many companies I've worked for that have, <laughs> have gone under, uh, <laughs> I'm a real job killer here, um, but I worked for this uh, I worked for this mortgage company that uh, in the Buffalo area that closed only a few months after I started working there, so that was fun. What a trip. Oh, yes. Found a job and... Boy, only lasted like six months, but whatever. so this job, part of their health plan, they gave you like a Fitbit type device. It wasn't like, it was a Virgin Mobile um, yeah. type. It was made by them. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And so it would synchronize. Uh, you would, you, there were places around the building where you could like synchronize and like upload your information, but it would keep track of your steps and all that stuff. And if you met the step goal each day, you would earn points. And then these points would end up causing there to be some money shaven off your monthly uh, deduction for your insurance. I remember that being something that, that I mean, that reward uh, goal was something that did inspire you to go out and walk. Like you walked a lot on I your did. lunch yeah. and it wasn't even me forcing you. Right. It was, I was saving like 20, it was, <laughs> you could save like 20 bucks off your premium. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to walk around the parking lot. I can still smoke cigarettes and walk around. You can do these two things at the same time. It's <laughs> they cool. don't know. They don't know. They don't know. The Fitbit doesn't know that I'm smoking. You can't sense that. It doesn't have that kind of technology in there. Um, it's a win-win for everybody. My health insurance goes down. I'm not paying the smoker premium. They don't know I'm smoking. <laughs> I'm clearly smoking on camera here for the security watches, but it's it's, it's a gamble I'm willing to take. (laughs) I think that um, sort of reward could also be applied in the classroom. So if, um, I mean, there's always going to be a way that kids are going to be able to cheat the system, so to speak. But if they could use um, their gym class fitness trackers in a way that would be positive toward, uh, you know, getting them an A in class by... Right, yeah. Or like an A for the the first quarter Mm -hmm. uh, by, you know, every day hitting 10,000 steps. Right. You know, or um, whatever their personal goal may be based on their... Uh, physical capabilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can't do steps and maybe they could do, um, you know, some other sort of cardio yeah. or weightlifting, at least for maybe a certain period of time yeah. that would allow them to be able to, um, get a good grade in class. So I think this is interesting. I do too. Um, but I still think that they would need a teacher. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just remember like maybe, I mean, obviously I don't remember every moment. I'm clueless of- in gym without one. Well, I just, for me, what I was going to say is that it, it seems like, Gym class in high school was always open gym. Like we just would stand there. They would take attendance. We would do some warm up exercises, and then you just did whatever you wanted. You had some lazy teachers. We really did. They so, made us r- fucking run. No, we did all like, the time. No, God, that's why no. I hate running. You know what we did most of the time, and this is what I did most of the time in gym class. And you'll understand how. And this is why I can open jars so easily right now in my life. And also shut them to impossible strengths. <laughs> it's because we would go, because there was a weight, we had a weight room at our high school. Uh-huh. And uh, 
we would go in there and there was a thing where you could like squeeze the like a handle to like work on your grip strength oh that's why your grip strength is so strong that's all we did we stood there and used the grip strength thing because we were teenage boys we figured it would come in handy (laughs) but uh, to open jars yes for for your moms our moms who always had jars because your dads also had strong hands they did they really passed down those strong hands yeah Uh, but (laughs) but yeah so that's all we did so we did nothing we just stood around and and increased our grip i was on the volleyball team for a year and well a couple years and then the second uh, there was one year where i quit because the gym the uh, coach made us run too much (laughs) i'm out of here and i was like it's volleyball. Why are we running? <laughs> that's true. You don't really run a lot in volleyball, do you? No. That's why I liked it. <laughs> that's why I enjoyed bowling. <laughs> also on the bowling team. <laughs> <laughs> Although those few steps as you sort of quickly walk to the line to th- toss the ball, I got a little bit too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, it, my gym class was always a bit structured. I mean, sometimes it would give you the option. Uh, you get to do weights or you get to play badminton. Uh, but also, I mean, I, I had block scheduling in high school. So mm. um, it was more structured like uh, like college would be. So it okay. was 80 minute classes versus, oh, God. Um, versus like the normal, what, 40? Probably 45. Whatever. Maybe, yeah normal classes are yeah so i had only four classes a day so my gym classes were long so they had to be structured we couldn't just fuck around for 80 minutes gotcha wow yeah. yeah, I don't remember. I I think school didn't school like I mean it's been years, but it started at like eight fifteen and we got out at like two fifteen. Oh, my day started at seven forty nine and I got out at two sixteen. Okay, so it's similar. It's like not a full day really. Right. Instead, so, yeah. So instead of having eight periods a day, we had four blocks. Oh, okay. So in that third block, we had lunch, which was always weird because I had alternating days, chorus and band. So imagining, imagine stopping playing your instrument. Go to lunch, come back, and continue playing your instrument. How disgusting is That's that? <laughs> There's lots of spaghetti and stuff inside your saxophone. No, you just had to make sure you had nothing left. Like, oh, gross. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so and then gross. usually I ended up, it was always the worst when I had gym class first thing in the day. Because I'm like, oh, Ugh. yeah. Now I'm gross. I just, you know, I. I had that one time. I had that one year. And it was, uh, it was at a time in my life when I had a lot of hair. And I had like, my hair looked like Conan O'Brien's for many years I know. because I wanted my hair to look like Conan O'Brien's. Who doesn't really? But, I mean, every boy goes through that phase, right? <laughs> and um, so there was a lot of hairspray going on a product and I hated, and I sweat easily. Like I could it, just, I'm a mess. And uh, <laughs> I hated gym class first period because it would ruin my pompadour. It would ruin my makeup. Ugh. The worst. Don't, Absolutely. No one should have to go through that. No. God. Man. technology where was it (laughs) let's move on to headline number two sure uh jurors (laughs) jurors it's like a 30 rock jurors rural juror uh (laughs) jurors extend deliberations to catch up on tv and then they're fined by the judge yeah so sequester jurors extend deliberations to catch up on tv and then judge found out and issued some fines 
So what were they catching up on? Like Netflix? Because I don't think they're allowed to watch TV. Like they can't have contact with the outside world if they're doing like a serious juring. Juring. Serious juring. (laughs) Doing some serious juring over there. What do I know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you're sequestered, that's when you're like put up in a hotel, right? That's that's the whole thing where you're... Yeah. So I guess they can't really control what you're doing. I mean, I suppose you could... uh, what are they going to do? Shut off the Wi-Fi? Right, exactly. Can't shut down my phone. <laughs> Can't shut that down. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably what it was, right? They probably were... Maybe that's how they found out. Maybe they could see all the stuff that was... I'm assuming when you're at a hotel and you're buying like Wi-Fi that they can probably see all the traffic going yeah. to like through what, you know, what, what you're watching or whatever. I... Um also thinking about uh, larger than the jurors being fined for basically being paid to catch up on TV, mm-hmm. um, which is, it makes sense that they would get fined for that because they're not doing their job. They're civil service. They're, it's, you know, you True. get paid for jury duty. Right. Um, on top of that, if they're uh, somehow having an altered uh, perception other than the f- facts uh for the case in which they are jurors on oh right right it seems like it's a little risky so could that be grounds for not only fines but a mistrial oh due to right uh an unfair trial right on an influence of some kind absolutely yeah yeah, yeah i think uh that's, that's a good point uh I was just thinking, you know, that's... that's, that's I mean, what do I know about law? (laughs) You watch watch Law and Order. You know plenty. (laughs) I'm basically a lawyer. (laughs) Tiffany, tell me about how uh, the two types of... What is it? How the beginning part of Law and Order... Give me the beginning spiel of Law and Order. SVU? No, the other one. Oh. The regular one. I don't watch that one too much. Uh, I don't remember, babe. Okay, make it up. Uh... In the justice system. In the criminal justice system. Special cases are judged by law and order <laughs> in an equal but separate way. <laughs> These are their stories. Ching, ching. <laughs> the, uh, I guess... <laughs> I was thinking though, like these poor jurors, right? Like they, <laughs> they're taken from their, their everyday lives. They're put up in a hotel. They are going over, spending the day going through evidence and facts and whatnot. <laughs> evidence and as it's to, loosely uh, called. Trying to, <laughs> trying to do their duty. Um, but then at the end of the day, they get to, they're put up in a hotel. They're away from their families. They can't, they're just, that's gotta be almost like heaven-like, right? That sounds like the best. And then probably like Can the you next imagine how much writing you get done? Right. Cause probably the next day they were like, uh, you know what, uh, Sharon, like I really had a great time last night just hanging out. Like maybe we can make this thing go a little longer. Who, who wants to be, who wants to be the 12th angry juror? Who wants to do it? <laughs> we got to keep this thing going. We got a we sweet keep, deal here right we now. We got to keep this going. We got to extend these deliberations. I've got a lot of work to do. Look, I have a book deal that needs to close by month end. So I still haven't watched season two of Glow. So if I could just get like just like eight more hours, that would be that would be, be perfect. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. 
Yeah, when you put it that way, uh, it sounds outstanding. It really does. Um, like, I would almost want that to be, like, my job. Because it, it would be nice to, because you, you, think about it, you'd be shut off from technology. You could watch TV if you wanted to, but you wouldn't have the temptation of picking up your phone and wasting mindless hours on social media or, you know, games or whatever else you do on your phone. So, uh, or technology and, uh, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, it really does. Like, oh man. And you wouldn't have to go to work. Yeah. Even better. Even better. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm extremely fascinated by sitting there and I'm like, let's watch law work. <laughs> let's watch the real life stuff happen. Let's, let's, let's watch this happen. Like that just sounds wonderful. Like I, <laughs> like, oh, and you know what even sounds even, even better is just like, uh, if you got picked for the witness relocation program. But that would require being around something, seeing something horrible, and then having information that would. Re- and then never seeing my family again. No. <sighs> yeah, but you got to start over with a new life. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> no more dumb job. <laughs> Just living in Phoenix now I'm, as a pet groomer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sequestered forever. So, okay. So how, how did these jurors get caught? They, they had to have gotten caught. Yeah. I think either maybe, maybe the, maybe the cell phone stuff is being monitored maybe or some through at the hotel that they're sequestered at. Okay. Or maybe somebody t- was overheard talking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Did you see the bachelor last night? The what? <laughs> Uh, excuse me, are you talking about The Bachelor? <laughs> that is prohibited viewing. You are sequestered. <laughs> That's pre- No, The Bachelor from like 2008. Oh, you're just talking about some old stuff you've yes. watched? Oh, okay. That's uh, carry on, carry on. I'm just a baby. No, but really, did you see The Bachelor? Oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> I can't even give an example from The Bachelor because I've never seen it. I have no I idea. I have never seen The Bachelor. The only thing I've seen that's even remotely close is Burning Love. And that's it. And that's the as close as I ever want to see bachelor it. Bachelor parody with yeah. funny people. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, uh, kind of combining our old, the, the first headline with uh, the virtual sort of gym. Do you think maybe we'd end up, maybe, do you think maybe one day we will we'll have like virtual jurors where maybe when you have to go to jury duty, you don't have to go to like a courthouse you'll you just, send your robot self you will send you yes you will send your <laughs> robot android facsimile of yourself <laughs> while you stay home and eating bison dip and crinkly chips and that's how the robots take over because <laughs> no. we're too lazy and also full of anxiety to go out into the world <laughs> well that's what i mean do you think you could you would just hop on your laptop and you would have you would have like a camp feed and you would watch you know you wouldn't actually go to a jury room you would just be at home Who's to say what's out of the realm of possibility, but I hope not. You could be like a work from home juror. I think sometimes, I think sometimes it, it's more beneficial to be in the same room with what. Yeah. I think I know where you're going. May have occurred to to actually like see photos or see evidence or see, or uh, for me, I'm very much like a, a vibe person, but mm-hmm. being in the same room as a criminal, I think depending yeah. on what their crime was, I'd be like, Oh, I feel that that's not okay. Yeah. I think there'd be too much of a disconnect there. 
even between like the attorneys yes. presenting and stuff like that, I think you would be, yeah, that's, that sounds like a bad idea. It's like online bullies from their victims, like a, a different hmm. sort of scenario, but mm-hmm. similar in that there's a disconnect, like you said, yeah. where it's, it's too difficult to be able to define the line of, uh, I guess the consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, being being a juror right there in the room, I think would be would be better. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you would necessary. have to you would have to be there for it. I think. Yeah. You gotta be there for it, man. You know. You can't just be at home. No. Let's move on to headline number three. Uh, food blogger plagiarized Betty Crocker. Yeah. Wow, going back to the classics, huh? <laughs> the old standbys. The full fat, full of butter, <laughs> full tasty on. as fuck Betty Crocker recipes. Just stick some gelatin in it and you're good. <laughs> Do you think some of the Betty Crocker recipes are probably so old, though? That aren't they like public domain right now? <laughs> like there's, there's no, no one owns them anymore. Uh, They're part know. of our fabric right now, aren't they? I, well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know how plagiarizing cooking works because uh, recipes are always out there and you can make them your own. You could just tweak right. them slightly and be like, uh, I'm the one who came up with the fact that you should replace almond flour with regular flour. I put my flaxseed twist on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So if it's plagiarizing, maybe it's more than just the, uh, just the ingredient list. Maybe that like the, Maybe they took the verbiage of like the, you know, how it's written out, how to mix it and all that stuff. Maybe all that's been copied word for word too. Yeah. Cause that's what would define plagiarism is, um, submitting your own writing as your own or submitting your, your writing as your own, but it is actually someone else's words right already done. So I suppose that would be something like if they, if there was a, uh, a Betty Crocker book that has that sort of stuff in it but i i mean i don't know because i i don't i have a betty crocker book but it doesn't have anything like that in there it's all just straightforward recipes straight up recipes organized by category well it could be it i could, often use the bread section for waffles it could be uh <laughs> they could have, could have lifted like the whole image from the from the book and everything too oh yeah I that's suppose. true too you know, just kind of called it their own yeah that's shitty yeah that's bad i, I don't like food bloggers do you um, I don't dislike them. I mm. just don't care to read them. Like, all I care about is the recipe. You want just the recipe, right? I, I don't care. I'm not, in, I'm just not invested in, in what in else they have to say. Their yeah. life, you know, how much their husband hates vegetables. Right. It's so hard to get Tristan to eat quinoa. <laughs> you know how yeah, I talk like, about this every No one article. fucking likes quinoa. It's weird. And <laughs> But you have to eat but it. But you have to eat it because it's good for it's you. It's an ancient grain. <laughs> so ancient. They stored it in the pyramids. <laughs> At some point. It's been waiting for you <laughs> yeah every blog is like that oh in these cold winter days i love a good bowl of yam soup and oh then kelvin sometimes is oh you know how he comes in from outside it's like shut the fuck up tell me how much yam to put in the soup <laughs> you dumb jerk yam soup <laughs> yam soup oh that sounds so weird yeah i'm re- i'm looking at some weird food blogs what is wrong with you <laughs> 
that was my that was what I came up with when I tried to think of was a food. it jams for yams was, was that the food blog that's the bl- yeah that's the blog it's Janice's jams yams okay Jazz so yams. she it's it's all strictly just yam recipes and jam recipes yep. and how you can incorporate them both into your diet yep. in a daily manner yep exactly and there's I've a, seen that one and yeah. she also has mm-hmm. a jazz playlist you can click on on spotify to right listen so to you along the way get jams yeah which um janice's that's jazz jam yams yeah yeah jam yam yep jam jamming on the one you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. jam on it that's what i say yeah yeah Janice. What do you think would be in yam soup? Yams, obviously, right? Uh, and do you imagine it more of like a soup. cream or a, more of a broth? What do you think? I imagine it being kind of like a butternut squash soup. That's what I'm imagining too. Yeah, but I don't think I would like it as well. Not yams floating in like a broth, br- chicken broth. Oh, that would be disgusting. Ooh. I know it's gross. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't imagine. I almost it. hit my face against the wall. That was so awful. Well, that's not my fault. Uh. Yeah, I think it would just be kind of like a like a butternut squash soup. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm imagining. Can you plagiarize recipes? That's interesting to me. Like any recipes. Yeah. So, it, it, what if you not just Betty Crocker, but you know, what if you just like copy and pasted someone else's food block recipe and was like, "This is my own." Well, I mean, Pinterest I would be. I don't know, full of it. I think. Yeah, I guess. It, I mean, I think it's possible, right? I mean, it's the way it's written and in the order of things that are listed and everything. I mean, you could probably run something through some software and see like a word for word exact match for something. But, you know, like we talked before about how cooking is often like chemistry. There is sometimes a particular order and a particular manner in which you mix your ingredients that is very relevant to how the end product comes out like i'll use waffles again because i make them the most Mm -hmm. uh or pancakes you have to mix your dry ingredients in one bowl and your wet ingredients in another and then you combine them you don't just you know put milk and eggs and uh flour and cinnamon all in one bowl together all at once because it'll never mix right oh well that i wish you had told me this last sunday morning because that's exactly what happened that's not true i know um, but yeah, I see what you're saying, but I think that you, while, while, while the ingredients are going to not vary for certain things, uh, I think the way that they're written and the words used in between could be plagiarized. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does Betty Crocker have an example of that? With like a real, like, like the copyright? Like a copyright symbol? Yeah. Like the circle C? Yeah. Or the R? Yeah. 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 One of those things. Probably. What do those do? <laughs> what are those? Copyrights. Welcome to copyrights. What do they do? <laughs> A short educational film provided for the listeners of Fake Headlines Podcast. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I think that I think it would be hard to prove. Right, but I apparently in this case it was not. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Was this like uh, uh, someone who had been food blogging for a long time? Like, did they do this as a desperate measure because they were not getting the number of hits that they needed um, in order to have sponsors and stuff like that on their webpage? That could be. I I think that they were just somebody who uh, didn't really have a lot of uh, their own uh, originality to it. And they just kind of copied 
So they're just a, a regular piece of shit. Just a, just your run of the mill. Not piece a desperate of shit. one. No, not a desperate piece of shit. They were okay. just a, a rudimentary, uh, average Joe shit. Okay. Yeah, just a r- r- run of the mill. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Like most food bloggers, except for Chetna, I like her. I love Chetna. <laughs> I pretty much follow anyone who's ever been on the Great British Baking Show. Yes. And uh, Chetna is my favorite because I enjoy Indian food. And t- that's another great gift you got me last year for Christmas was a cookbook. Yeah. Of Indian food, which, which we need to get out soon because yeah. we should make some stuff. It's right there on the shelf. Let's do it. We got go. some paneer. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Kevin, I am going to take a stab at which one of these headlines is real. Okay. Hmm. I think um, I think I'm gonna go with the second one, the jurors. The jurors. That's a tough word for me. Jurors. Uh, that actually is a fake headline. Really? Yeah. Wow, you use so many official words. I know. I know. I'm meditating. That's the meditation. Yeah. That came to me after meditating. Wow. Yeah, man. Now I don't know, man. Life is groovy. What about the gym class? Oh, uh, that's the, that's real. That's the real one. That's the real one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a. Curtis- I wouldn't have guessed that. I I hadn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I did guess that, but You'd- I, I, I really doubted myself there. Go on. <laughs> Uh, it's from uh, whec.com, uh, Rochester, New York's uh, News Channel Ten. Oh. Whec. Uh, gym class without gym with technology. It's catching on. Uh, so she's taking that one minus the gym and on her own time. The 14-year-old freshman is getting school credit for virtual physical education, a concept that, as strange as it may sound, is being helped along by the availability of wearable fitness trackers. For students whose texts and textbooks have migrated to screens, (laughs) technology as gym equipment may have only caught up in a matter of time. I'm so excited. We figured it out. You did. Grace, who lives in Alexandria, wears a school-issued Fitbit on her wrist while getting in at least three 30-minute workouts a week outside of school hours. She has an app on her computer that screenshots her activity so she can turn it in for credit. While online physical education classes have been around for well over a decade, often as part of a virtual or online school, the technology has made it possible for a new level of accountability, its users say. We're asking kids to wear this while they do an activity of their choice, and they can change the activity as they desire, as long as it's something that they understand is probably going to get their heart rate up, says Elizabeth Edwards, department head for online physical education at Fairfax County Public Schools, which issued Grace's high, which includes Grace's high school. That's kind of neat. Okay. Yeah. Though a physical education instructor isn't shouting from the sidelines, teachers do guide ass- uh, assignments by setting goals such as fat burning, cardio, peak heart rate, uh, and relying on technology to be their eyes and ears. Students are also required to sign in for a weekly 60 to 90 minute classroom session with the teacher. Okay. Yeah, so pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I wasn't far off. You were pretty good. Yeah. Wow. The article goes on for a little bit, but we'll uh, tweet out the link if you want to read it more. Wow, that's interesting. But yeah, pretty cool. That's kind of fun, though. I I, um, I would have loved to have skipped gym class and just worn a Fitbit and walked around at home for I a while. I know, me too. Yeah. That would have been nice. I wouldn't have to change at school. Ugh feel uncomfortable i never knew like what the this is so stupid but like i never knew like the right outfit that i felt comfortable in because i felt uncomfortable in Mm. normal clothes so (laughs) trying to find like gym shorts or like the baggiest pants i could possibly find 
Uh, well, thankfully you were alive in the nineties when they were plentiful. Then. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the nineties. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Cool. Was... What a good find. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash fake head pod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. So, Tiffany, I believe you also have three articles for me, don't you? I do. Oh, which real one do I want to go with? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so headline number one. Milwaukee weekend celebration for the first day of winter began with a T-Rex snow ski race. (laughs) What? Milwaukee weekend celebration for the first day of winter began with a T-Rex snow ski race. A T-Rex snow ski race. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Headline number two. Florida police were called for a woman screaming, let me out. It was a parrot. What? Florida police were called for a woman screaming, let me out. It was a parrot. (laughs) Okay. And headline number three. One passenger's cat breaks free from its carrier mid-flight, spending the duration terrorizing another passenger's Another passengers. No passengers. No passengers. Papillon. Huh? Papillon. It's a dog. Okay. <laughs> One passenger's cat breaks free from its carrier mid-flight, spending the duration terrorizing another passenger's papillon. Well, these are since something. <laughs> All right, so headline number one, Milwaukee weekend celebration something uh, T-Rex ski race. What? (laughs) Uh, Basically, Milwaukee weekend celebration for the first day of winter began with a T-Rex snow ski race. I want to know where they found, where were they able to find uh, the appropriate T-Rex length ski poles? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a challenge. I think from... They got a custom order those things. From hands to ground, it's probably the same, right? Is it? I mean, those are little arms. Well, the little they're arms, to, yeah, but they're, they're horizontal. They're up high, though. Yeah. I mean, the, the T-Rex is going to have to lean over. They got to get some special made. That's all right. Special made poles. It's still fun. It is fun. It's so, uh, all the more athleticism added to the race. Well, where do you find a T-Rex at this point? I mean, most of them are extinct, <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean... It's those T-Rex costumes. Oh, it's not really T-Rex. No, oh, I see. It's those people. It's not a Jurassic Park situation yeah, in Milwaukee right now. You know how silly it is when people walk around yeah, and like they do silly things in those <laughs> T-Rex costumes? Now, imagine a whole slew of them. <laughs> All going down a, a luge together. Launching an exciting snow ski race. I would enjoy this. Yeah, I would watch this. Yeah, I know. So is it like a downhill or is it cross? It's downhill, I'm it's guessing. It's snow right? ski, so... It's that thing where they're behind a, a, a skidoo. What are, what are those called? Snowmobile. Oh, they're being like pulled by something. Yeah. So oh. instead of like water skiing, they're snow skiing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I was imagining more just like a 
like some like a t-rex going down a mountain then doing like an elaborate flip <laughs> and then landing on the skis <laughs> that's also really funny <laughs> like some olympic level Splitting shit. Up yeah. in the air. right <laughs> or the like the person turns into a fossil by the time they hit the ground <laughs> <laughs> or they or i was imagining like the luge where they're all like two of them are like in a capsule and they're going down a thing <laughs> Just the heads, the heads yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those get me. Or it's like an awkward, so uh, an awkward human and T Rex combo on the ski lift. Like, jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I taking up too much room? I'm sorry. I'm a T Rex. <laughs> I'm very big. Do you want me to put my arm around you? Are you scared? Uh, this is. This have, is I can't. You have um, to come closer. I can't just reach my arm. A little that bit far. closer. I. Uh, I'm not going to bite. I will bite. I, I have a carnivore. A, a little bit. <laughs> I enjoy. Uh, I, I would enjoy this. I would enjoy seeing. Uh, so is it like a. Uh, I was imagining like. What do you call that? Like. Like. On, when they're on like water skis and there's like it's like a i'm imagining several women in like 50s bathing suits doing like a human pyramid behind like a boat being pulled <laughs> so i'm imagining that now i'm imagining a, a series of t-rexes uh, recreating that so is is it synchronized skiing i don't know what that's called ski racing I'm yeah not sure yeah maybe but I'm, but I'm enjoying the visual of it quite yeah, frankly it's very funny it's what if the t-rexes were also wearing those tiny bikinis <laughs> i would hope they would be <laughs> this is very erotic i'm gonna need the room for a moment <laughs> but what if they were like 1920s uh bathing suits where it was like <laughs> like the, the, the like shorts with the, the yeah. little shirt and the stripes yeah yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. a like a mime almost yeah yeah <laughs> i like that that's fun and a swim cap the t-rex has a swim cap on who's responsible for making this <laughs> i don't know anybody good with animation he's got there? a he's got a line of yeah <laughs> do me a favor please make a t-rex snow skiing in a 1920s bathing suit yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that so much to ask and if you could- <laughs> I mean, we want it done tastefully. I'm not asking for anything weird. Yeah. But uh, but please email that to us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. I enjoy the... Uh, I was thinking about the, when you mentioned T-Rex, I immediately thought of our trip to Arizona. And uh, as we traveled along Route 66, there was certainly, a, America was certainly in love with the T-Rex. Like there are and dinosaurs in general, a lot of dinosaur related things, which I guess is maybe to lure children. I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way. But <laughs> 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 you must leave your first oh. child to, this, to the giant t-rex of williams arizona to be to cleanse the land it can only be sacrificing (laughs) out there is what you do wow (laughs) if you want to survive the giant rattlesnake of the desert you must you will leave your firstborn you must leave tyler with us (laughs) this (laughs) t-rex but yeah there's a lot of uh, roads (laughs) a lot of roadside uh stuff like that has that or even when we were in uh, california we went to the carbazon uh, dinosaurs that was one of the best things that's ever happened that was really cool i know we i know we talked about it a while ago but uh when uh tiffany and i were on our honeymoon in california we went to 
where the giant dinosaur that was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure is. We went to that place. <laughs> so fun we, we climbed up it we did we <laughs> spent a lot of time there because we where we were staying we found out was only like 15 minutes away so it's like we we took an uber from where we were staying through the desert to this little roadside place where the dinosaurs still exist and it was absolutely worth the the 20 bucks or whatever we paid and then we were like i'm kind of hungry and then we we're like oh there's a barbecue place right there that barbecue place is not open but we went to the mcdonald's and had some sad food yeah and i think the people that were at the guy working at the mcdonald's like he i don't know what he thought was going on with us but he he was like is everything okay do you remember that oh yeah i think he thought i was in danger yeah i don't know why I don't know why either. Do you think I was like menacing or something? We're on our honeymoon (laughs) (laughs) at a McDonald's. Yeah, she is in danger. (laughs) You're right, sir. You were trying to get in my pants. I should, yeah. (laughs) That was our honeymoon, you know, dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) I should have been more couth inside the McDonald's. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, America. Hey, I didn't want to see my fossil. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's fine. <laughs> well, last time I got laid was a paleo- Paleolithic era. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there you go. All I right. can't say it. All right. I can't say whatever era you just said. Paleolithic. Mesozoic. Dinosaur time. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I got laid, the dinosaurs walked the earth. Oh! <laughs> uh, this week, Kevin has been uh, possessed by the Catskill comic. <laughs> oh, Catskill Kev. That's funny. Last time I got laid, this guest tank wasn't actually a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> made my way out to the carbazon dinosaurs and i was like what am i doing here and then the sign said oh large march statue and i was like oh yeah There's a lot of mixed references there. <laughs> that's a real, that was a real cut and paste of various things. <laughs> Just a, this is a real hodgepodge. That's my brain. That that's hodgepodge. how that works. That's a, re- <laughs> it's a hodgepodge of cut and paste. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I was there and I says, hey, you want to see another Big Bang? <laughs> I said, watch out, honey. I'll take you out with my blast of my giant meteor, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Then I ashed my cigar. (laughs) When I got done, I said, how'd it go? (laughs) How'd it go? Like I wasn't there. (laughs) When I got done, I said, how was it? She said, it extincts. Gotta be kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like to imagine that the person uh, riding the snowmobile uh, <laughs> is like dressed as maybe a T-Rex prey. So like maybe like a smaller dinosaur. <laughs> so they're all chasing. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you were hoping they had like a Jurassic Park uniform on. Oh, <laughs> that would also be very funny. <laughs> I like your idea though, where you're like, they're all dressed like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Even the dinosaurs, which is weird. <laughs> Halfway through, they have a costume change from the 1920s bathing suits to Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic right. Park when he's laying on the table. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> well, it sounds like a mighty fine festival. I'm yeah, looking forward to going. What a great way to kick off winter, mm. huh? Oh, winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, headline number two: uh, Florida police called for a woman screaming, but it turns out it was a parrot. Yes, basically. Yep. Okay, so the person, the the screaming was what was it saying? Get out! No, let me out! Let me out! So the police were called because they thought a woman was being held captive. Like from a house, you think? Yes. Okay. So you're a neighbor and you hear, let me out, coming from the house next door. What would you do? What would you do if you heard someone yelling right now, like, let me out? Uh, would you want to get involved? I might. Yeah, I would too, I think. I, because I, my instinct is to want to help. Yeah. I probably, I would call 911, but I would not... Uh, I would not uh, well I, I guess I can't say I would not physically get involved like, I think if somebody was really being harmed in front of me I would hope that I wouldn't be a huge wuss but I probably would be a huge wuss I think I would try like if I just heard it and I didn't actually see what was happening I think I would listen intently to try and figure out what was going on mm -hmm. so that I, I felt like I was making the right call yeah. to get law enforcement involved yeah because you could always call anonymously. No one's going to know that it's you. Right. And it could also be just like two people goofing around, like, mm -hmm. you know, like siblings or something. Right. Right. Could be scene partners. Could be. In an be, acting class. Right. They could be reenacting that famous uh, two-person play uh -huh. called... Mm -hmm. My... My time in the box yes yeah mm -hmm. yep yep that's it that's the one yeah neil simon right yes yes yep very good i um here's a true story from college uh a when i was attending a conservatory in new york uh we had to go and practice um in the subway to, so that we were like do you need to practice in the subway? Yeah, to be familiar with the actual, it's method acting, to be uh, surrounded by the actual um, Smells? setting and <laughs> and feelings and, and volume of, that surrounds oh, okay. us and to really visualize it. So when you're acting, like you're like, okay, this is, you have that sense memory in your head mm -hmm. 
and in your body of like what it felt like to be in the subway, what it felt like to what that man's urine being smelled closed like. and uh, you know, how you felt when you saw that rat run by, uh, <laughs> you know, dragging pizza, of course, dragging pizza like and jealous. smoking a cigar. I don't know. Like, you're like, man, I'm jealous of a rat. I'm late for open mic. Lady, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm t- catch the next train. Yeah, throw me one of those pepperonis for Christ's sakes. Hey, <laughs> Can't get a good slice in the city. Oh. <laughs> Anybody got any wings? Hey. <laughs> it's a real greedy fucking rat. Um, but yeah, so um, it, uh, my scene partner and I, uh, he was a he. And um, mm. so we were in our scene. He was kind of being a creep. So it'd be like, I'd be, you know, waiting for the subway. And then he would be like, it's weird, isn't it? And be like, what? And he's like, You're, they always look both ways, even though the trains only come from one direction. So then it, the the scene goes on, so it gets a little more heated to him, like following me, and so then we end up in like a heated argument. People were actually oh. concerned. So you're acting out a script. In, this is something that's already been written. Yes. You're not just improvising this. That's thing. correct. Okay. Yeah. So then, so there were like people Good who God. were like, are you like? Like, are you okay? Yeah. And like, so there were there were people who who did get engaged oh, and wow, were like, really? "Are you okay?" And we're like, "Oh, we're fine. We're just we're we're in acting class. We're practicing. Mm-hmm. We're you know, I'm totally fine." Yeah. So I mean, there are good wow. people out there who are willing to get involved. It's like, yeah, girl, you good? Right. You good? He being weird. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Wow, Thank you. that's impressive. I think I think of New York City subway goers as being just a a sea of callous people that are just <laughs> staring at the ground and not wanting to help or do anything to interact with anybody. I don't know if it was just like the time in my life where people just knew that I needed kindness in, uh, to be thrown my way. But in my experience, when I was living in New York, I, there were so many times where I had strangers treat me with the utmost kindness. That's great. Absolutely. I I did not experience people who were disheartened or, or, dicks um but yeah so i mean not everyone in the world is uh, is a dick so i think sometimes people will do the right thing in that instance like when you know someone thought that i was uh at risk of danger someone stepped in and was like are you okay yeah and that's so i great. reassured them i am okay I'm very thankful for that that's awesome yeah I'm, I'm more of a i'm more of a caller like i'll call and say hey i think something weird's going on yeah you know that's action though that, that is, is action. A, that's a form of action it it's is so much better than just like putting your headphones on and pretending right. you don't hear anything yeah, i wouldn't do that no yeah i mean those are there's real life occurrences where that has happened where people it, it's just sort of a the the thought process oh someone else will take care of it right. someone else will oh, will step in someone else will help out this person in need so good on the person who called that even yeah. though it was a parrot, right? they were filled with the instinct of helping someone. I wonder why the parrot was saying that though. What, uh, it, what, what was the person doing that triggered the, you know what I mean? How did this parrot learn this phrase? That's an right. excellent question. Let me out. I wonder, what's that? Uh, maybe there, uh, what is that? Uh, it was the, uh, the person the person who owns the parrot, they were a big fan of the Smashing Pumpkins. That one song, <laughs> Let Me Out. <laughs> That's you know, it. You know that yeah. Song? What is yeah. that song? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know the name of it. Yeah, I'm you know, you can hear it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big, maybe it was Billy Corgan's bird. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Oh, that could have been. Yeah. yeah. I like when I did my Billy Corgan, it sounded like Cartman. 
uh, he one and the same. <laughs> they really are similar. <laughs> fun if a fun game you can try at home. When you, next time you listen to Smashing Pumpkins, imagine Cartman uh, singing. Uh, the words come out of Cartman's mouth. Yeah, and it makes total sense. It does. I can't <laughs> unhear it. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, what else could it be? Let me out. Uh, maybe it's a. Uh, uh, a uh, kid who uh, has maybe taught the parent uh, weird phrases to scare the neighbors. That very well could be. I don't know if I would like. I don't. I don't think I would like that neighbor. Don't uh, maybe make your bird say some nice things like, "Hey, our neighbors are really nice." <laughs> I love you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, neighbor! I don't know you that well, but. Uh... <laughs> How about, uh, if you had a parrot, what would you teach it to say? Can you actually teach parrots to say things or do they just pick up on them on their own? I don't know. I suppose a repeated phrase. Repeated phrase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What would I want the parrot? What would so you'd I have to repeat a phrase with intention. What would it, what would be convenient to have someone else saying for you all the time? I would teach her, I would teach the parrot, uh, Alexa commands. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason the lights in the house are just constantly flashing on and <laughs> right <off. laughs> alexa turn off the lights <laughs> is the house haunted or is my parrot <laughs> giving too many commands to alexa yeah. <laughs> yeah. so then if the bird ends up having to be rehomed uh then they're just causing havoc for everybody else <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i think i would teach it um I think I would teach it to say something positive, like, like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. You look nice today. Right. You're doing great today. Have a great day. Or yeah, you can do it. You got this. Yeah. I like that. Have another cracker. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, you know what? I will. Thank you. you. I'm going to carve it up. I think you're right. Listen, this is smart. I love a good cracker. Smart bird. Maybe slap on some cheese. I don't know. I yeah. have a day. <laughs> have this a cracker. <laughs> this cracker. This parrot. <laughs> this parrot's really on board. This, this parrot knows how to party. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you want to move on to the last one? Yeah. What do we got here for number three again? Uh, cat breaks free during flight and starts attacking a dog with a French name. Yep. Is that essentially what happened? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Luckily, it's not a long flight, but... <laughs> yeah. So, a cat broke free on the flight, and... Uh, can you re- What's the actual headline again? One passenger's cat breaks free from its carrier mid-flight, Ugh. spending the duration terrorizing another passenger's papillon. Ugh. I think that's my big fear of like traveling with a pet with it be that uh, them breaking free somehow and then oh lord out. I know I know trying to coax a cat from underneath a seat Chloe can't handle change in her environment she no. our cat and she can't handle being in a car I, I it, moving is the worst yeah but we'll figure it out next time we move yeah 
I know she's just being in the car in general. It just does not like leaving the house or being in a car for any length of time. Like she's a lot like us. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. I'm also the same way. If I social have to go, situations if, too much. If you have to, if you have to drag me to the doctors, I'm I I'm resisting the whole way. You put me in a case and carry me out. I'm making noise the entire call the entire car ride. I'm making sometimes noise. you hide on the scale when you get there because it's just comforting <laughs> for some reason. Sometimes I pee in my seat if I'm a little nervous nervous on the way yeah and then they're like i need a urine sample and you're like i don't know if i I have any left i just went i'm sorry Hmm." yeah yeah it's awkward (laughs) very similar (laughs) very very similar yeah so the idea of flying i think the idea of animals in the sky is weird to me like does it must hurt their little ears being uh you know up with the weird pressure and whatnot of an airplane it's like with uh kids you know, like little kids, it's oh, a little yeah. sensitive on their ears. But I mean, it's like as could... as far as we know, animals don't come away with any sort of uh, negative effects, other than maybe a little traumatization. Yeah, and the and the sky miles they earn is makes more than makes up for it. I know. I mean, boy, our cat has a frequent flyer. And if they're feeling a little wild, they hit that uh, a mile high club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and animals can animals can join the mile high club uh much easier and uh than humans can <laughs> like that's because hoping. you have to be the size of a human toothpick in order to fit into that bathroom <laughs> that's true a dog could just start humping a leg in the aisle and there there it is <laughs> join, the mile, join the mile high club is that dog doing the drink cart <laughs> who gave that dog wine (laughs) just letting loose yeah the uh, airport or airplane bathrooms are very tiny that's uh, it's the worst there's not i feel like that that's more of like a the mile high club i think it's got to be more of a myth than anything because i can't imagine that could possibly take place anymore in our modern world i know back in the 60s there were actual sure. room for things right <laughs> right the bathroom back in the 60s the the airplane not that ba- i've ever time traveled and seen how it's back in the, <laughs> how it was back in the 60s uh the airplane bathroom took up like three-fifths of the plane it was huge <laughs> i know it was a whole lounge it was as large as the cockpit there was a series of stalls for everybody cockpit <laughs> There was a, it was like a public bathroom. There was a series of stalls. Everybody had their... You know, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You actually would just fly... It was, instead of seats, it was just rows of stalls. Everybody had their own stall. Oh, God. Just, that's so awful, Kev. You just strap yourself onto a toilet. Have you been in an they airplane would, bathroom? They smell bad They too. would hand peanuts over the wall to you. No. You could leave messages on the wall for the next person. <laughs> it was a different time. Aww. Airplanes are very different. Airplanes are much heavier because of all the porcelain, of course, which led to many uh, disasters. But that was the price we paid for sky poop. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you know uh, what kind of dog a Papillon is? Uh, No, I don't. I feel like I've seen it before. They're like a little dog. Yeah. They're they're little. They're kind of. They kind of look like a Chihuahua. Okay. Okay. But with like flappy ears. A flappy-eared... Well, well, like long hair on their ears. They're oh, cute. Okay, okay. They are cute. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Something, uh, uh, a formidable prey for a cat. Yeah. I see. Because they're, they're usually like really friendly sort of dogs. So okay. if it, a cat 
felt like it needed to have a little bit of dominance in its territory, probably it would be easy to terrorize a bit. Hmm. Do you think uh, the dogs and cats, do, are they like barking and meowing the entire flight? They must be, right? It must be very annoying to people. I Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, uh, comments um, where people have talked about what it's like yeah. to travel with their pet. Um, I know my one friend, shout out to Chessa, um, who uh, has traveled lots of different places with her animals uh with her and her husband as they've moved around different places and they have flown with their pets but they've had to fly them not in the cargo but like in it is it the animal car? first class it, well i don't know how they flew but i <laughs> the, but they maybe it wasn't the cargo but like in a safe way so that they okay. didn't get frozen to death look at it <laughs> yes that's that's important uh will my pet that's on the frequently asked questions on the JetBlue site it says will my pet freeze to death <laughs> on the plane well because i i know that she's done this before because i yeah. remember her talking about like one time her cat yowled and was upset because it knew that it was going to the airport and oh. then like the sad eyes that it gave um her and her husband when they watched him go away in the big crate because he was like i don't want to go oh no <laughs> so sad but then i mean in the end they were reunited so i think yeah. there's different ways that they travel but yeah. i i can't imagine flying with chloe like in the cabin yeah i i would need her with me at all times yeah. i at any cost i don't give a shit if it's gonna bother everyone she's gonna be with me because i'll know she's safe with me yeah Ugh. yeah okay but i think eventually she'd probably I, th- I think sometimes maybe depending on the pet like the cat they might quiet down if they were scared well i might be able to give them something too maybe to give them yeah a, that's a big thing too one of those mm-hmm. thunder shirts maybe yeah and i think that helps dogs a lot yeah. probably yeah or a dramamine no no you can't do or that. just have order some drinks order some of that dog wine <laughs> that's it <laughs> i'll give chloe a mimosa yeah yeah oh, the catnip maybe it's a catnip uh situation <laughs> yeah oh would you like catnip or um peanuts or uh those little funny cookies <laughs> those little funny cookies <laughs> yeah no, i'll take the catnip please i'm a cat <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, now a sprite please one sprite now imagine imagine uh, a cat chasing a dog around like like with the benny hill theme <laughs> like terrorizing and the passengers are like oh my gosh when is this going to be over and then imagine the owners trying to catch their pets while trying to stay out of the way of the flight attendants uh, meanwhile the flight attendants are like you need to get your pet and in the meantime, they're like i'm trying and the air marshal stands up because he's pissed off he doesn't know what's going on he's yeah now around. he's exposed and he's yeah. like whoa yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a That's lot. That's a lot to deal with. That is a lot to deal with. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? I don't know if I've ever been on a flight with a pet before that I can recall. I don't think I have either. If I have, they were very well behaved. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think it's something that happens often and I think it depends on the airline as well. I think oh, okay. I think certain airlines have different Because what if you're allergic to dogs and cats? You wouldn't want to be stuck in a cab plane cabin with them i know that would be really tough tough. yeah Yeah. i know my little sister has flown with her cat before that's right i do yeah i remember that now and he sat with her on in the cabin Mm -hmm. like on her lap basically yeah like you said they must each airline must have their own like pet policy or something right because i think uh certain carriers like our our cat carrier has um 
it meets airline requirements for fitting the carrier under the seat. Oh, it does. Yes. Oh, oh that's cool. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Yeah, but that's something that you take into consideration with certain uh, pet carriers as well, mm-hmm. so that they can go under the seat. But obviously, this one didn't work because the cat broke free. <laughs> I wonder if the dog or cat were like using their foot to like change the the uh, options on the touchscreen. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> what would you do if there were pets loose on a plane? Would you would you take action to try and help and catch them, or would you just like no, not at all, sit up on your seat like ah? I would either watch or just sit there and turn my i think i would just ignore it and turn my headphones up a little bit would you that's something i don't need to be a part of yeah they they can handle that i got i got things to do i'm probably tired i got uh, i don't care what if a dog jumped up on your lap and you were like well i would give it a little hug (laughs) and just hold on to until the the owner made its way over yeah yeah but i wouldn't i don't think i would actively get involved with yeah uh, yeah yeah let someone else handle that. Yeah, because what you don't know what kind of diseases that pet has. I right. mean, I would hope that being on a plane, they didn't have anything weird. But well, yeah, but you never know. People, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think I would want to be involved. I don't think it would. Uh, yeah, I, I just want when I'm flying, I just want to be left alone. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk to anybody other than the person I'm traveling with. That's me. That's you, and that's it. I yeah. Don't, I don't care about anything else. Yeah. I would just like to close my eyes and listen to some podcasts. Yeah. What about you? Would you would you be chasing a dog or a cat around the uh, the plane? I wouldn't be chasing them, but I might actively try and like like scoop them up as they come by. Or yeah, something. D- try and get them to come near me to to a get a cuddle. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're all about the ki- all the, about the kitty hugs. Yeah, yeah. I want to get a I want to get that kitty. That's true. Like, here, get over here, you cutie. <laughs> and if the puppy was sweet too maybe i'd pick the puppy up i don't know <laughs> in the event of no a... reason why they can't be friends in my arms <laughs> you know yeah i'm all about making peace in the event of a need for a hug a cat or dog will drop from the compartment above you and <laughs> please uh, please allow the if you're traveling with a child please allow them to hug the pet first before you hug the pet <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> So maybe there could be airlines with animals. Uh, could could you see an, air, an airline specializing in a special flight where there's just cats roaming around the cabin the whole time <laughs> and just so you could pet and sit on your lap? Well, I mean, they have service pets, so maybe. Yeah. You could have just like full service flights. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets their own. Everyone gets their own pet. calm pet. Calm. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun to help them. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Then you had the option to ad- adopt. Yeah, kind of like a cat cafe, but in, on in a the plane, sky, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I mean, hopefully the air is flowing to so keep the dander down for everybody that's a lot of litter boxes they 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 have they've they've created the human bathrooms even smaller so that they could fit (laughs) a litter box (laughs) in its own little compartment that's that's also big enough for 12 cats that are running around yeah that's a that's a big litter (laughs) box huge litter box it's like the whole cabin the whole the i mean the whole cockpit is just uh it's knee deep in cat litter and it's just cats in there yeah yeah it's very strange but a very clean flight (laughs) mouse free flight you're not gonna yeah. find a mouse anywhere on that plane nothing no way nope free of a feral mice yeah 
that airplane. Yep. <laughs> I like the idea of opening up the overhead compartment and just a bunch of kittens fall out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of newborn kittens. Yeah. Oh, not newborn. That's. I mean, that's a little. Those are fragile. Oh yeah. You want to yeah. keep those with their mom. Little. Yeah, just little kittens. Just like cute little kittens that go and play with each other. Appropriately aged cute kittens that can be cuddled. Yeah. And not harmed. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Appropriate aged kit kittens. And maybe <laughs> nice cats that don't terrorize other pets. Yeah, that's kind of rude. What's up with that? I don't know. Sometimes they, they could be big cats that attack. Just got to be trying like to Like a show. Maine Coon or a Bengal. Just trying to uh, force their dominance over yeah. the pam- pamplion. Pam- what did you call that dog? <laughs> Pamplom? Pavla? Peppy. Peppy. It's a papillon. 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 I hope that the uh, well they keep the they keep the cockpit doors locked right so the the risk of the animals running in and causing havoc on the flight is uh, very minimal. I would assume. Yes, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Ever since 9-11, it's been harder for pets to get into the cockpits. Yeah. Which is good. Mm-hmm. It's good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just imagine like a cat jumping on like that a handle and like all of a sudden the plane takes a nosedive. Or the automated pi- auto- automated pilot inflates like an airplane. And the and cat the just pops it. Cat closet. It's <laughs> 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 it right open. <laughs> <laughs> or the cat just, you know, knocks whatever random glass is available <laughs> off onto anything electronical. <laughs> just everything short circuits. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's not enough parachutes here to on board. <laughs> <laughs> the cat has shredded them oh no oh no also all the toilet paper has been shredded by this cat <laughs> these cats this is a bad idea to have a cat on why the plane it, why, is it, why is the cat so menacing the dog could be a pain in the ass too yeah, no it's true the cat gets blamed more i mean the dogs yeah. definitely do a lot of damage when when they're uh if they're not crated and kind of left to roam around in some cases right so the dog's just going around and it's like maybe you know knocking stuff over with its tiny little tail <laughs> right Maybe it's uh, peanuts are flying everywhere. Maybe it's peeing on your bags. Uh, maybe maybe it's like this is mine. I guess I'll mark this now. <laughs> or like a like a, your dog Blitzen, how he dug a hole through like that seat. <laughs> like all he the, dug a whole hole into a chair. Yeah, <laughs> he, dug, he dug straight down through that chair. Yeah, almost uh, to China. It was very impressive. It was very, it was was like, very wow, impressive. What are you bringing back from uh, there, bud? It made uh, travel to the other side of the planet very easy. Yeah, um, but I could see like the dog like just eating the seat like the foam <laughs> cushion just like digging for no reason yeah yeah you know because <laughs> that's what they do why not why not you try to give the dog a bone and it's like trying to hide it somewhere and it's looking around it's like i don't i don't know where to go <laughs> it's all solid that's really what the dog is running from is running not running from the cat it's running around trying to find the perfect place for its <laughs> cute little bone and you know where it's going to end up that little flap that holds the in-flight magazine the back of the seat. <laughs> no one's ever going to see it again it's never going to be able to find it <laughs> unfortunate oh oh man but the dog did order some great stuff from sky mall though yeah mm, yeah it worked out <laughs> so tiffany you're trying to tell me that one of these headlines is a real article yes would you like me to guess yeah <laughs> let's see these are all so bizarre i don't know which one of these would be real uh let's go with the dog in the, the dog cat fight you think that one's real? Yeah. Well, 
You would be wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go with the Florida parrot is the real story. That's the one? Yeah. That is the one. It is the one. It is. Uh, <laughs> uh, although I did enjoy the idea greatly of the T-Rex uh, winter fest. <laughs> Me too. T-Rex fest. Yeah. There was, there was another uh, article that I came across. Not article, but like in my research to see if this was a real thing that had ever been done. Um, I did see something about uh, a T-Rex skiing. I can't remember what town it was in, <laughs> but a T-Rex basically snow skiing behind a Jeep while <laughs> while the Jurassic Park theme blared. Oh, God. Which I thought was really that's funny. Awesome. But it was, it was like a couple years old. Gotcha. Um, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so I was like, oh, it would be fun to kind of play with that. Um, but I, the, the T-Rexes, they crack me up. It's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> I, I watch any video of those. It's so stupid. Why don't I have a T-Rex costume? You should have a T-Rex costume. Um, <laughs> I'm so tall. It would be funny. Tiff-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is from today.com. Florida police were called for a woman screaming, let me out. It was a parrot. <laughs> God. Deputies with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office responded to reports of someone screaming for help at a neighbor's home on December 29th. After showing up uh, to the Lake Worth Beach home, the deputies soon discovered that the supposed victim was actually a parrot named Rambo. Rambo? Of course, Florida parrot. <laughs> the homeowner was changing the brakes on his car, according to an NBC affiliate. Now, Rambo, I'm going to be outside changing them brakes. <laughs> you keep quiet. When the deputies arrived and notified him that his neighbor had called to report that there was a woman screaming inside asking for help and to be let out. Oh, my God. That's straightforward. Uh, So, do you have a lady inside trapped? uh, (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. Or is that just a parrot in your house? (laughs) Can we go down? We need to check your basement immediately, (laughs) sir. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. Uh, The owner then introduced Rambo to the officers. (laughs) (laughs) I was changing the brakes on my wife's car and had my 40-year-old parrot. Wow. Holy cow. Rambo on his outside perch where he sings and talks, the man explained to the deputies. Sometime later, four police officers showed up saying a neighbor called because she heard a woman screaming for help. I promptly introduced them, uh, introduced the officers to Rambo and we all had a good laugh. He added afterward, I also introduced Rambo to the neighbor who called in the screaming. Luckily, his neighbor also had a good laugh about the entire situation. (laughs) Sometimes Rambo yells, help, 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 let me out, explained the man. It's something I taught him when I was a kid and Rambo lived in a cage. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm concerned that this man may actually have someone trapped somewhere. Because yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's not a real. Kind of a flimsy a, story, isn't it's it? It's a real flimsy story. <laughs> I believed it right away though. I was like, oh, I get it. I, that I would be, I would make the worst police officer. I'd be like, oh, that sounds like an appropriate excuse. Thank you. Okay. Carry on folks. And then horror. How old is this man? Did they say how old he was? Well, the parrot's 40. How old is this guy? I don't know. He said when he was a kid. Ooh. Back when he was a kid, that that <laughs> parrot had a living relative, a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's where Rodney Dangerfield is. Hey, he was. So <laughs> I can no respect from this parrot. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. I said, Polly, one of Craig. I said, Polly said, hey, I want nothing from you. 
<laughs> Stupid. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm left unnerved by that. Like, what? Where was his wife? Yeah. Yeah. She. Oh, it was just my parrot here. My parrot, not my wife, who's yes. trapped somewhere I'm in the fi- house. I'm fixing her brake. She always drives the car. It is her car. She is a person alive that is not present right I'm now fixing her brakes not at all altering them into a suspicious way <laughs> so that when she gets out she takes off in the car and i don't know things happen yeah. don't they officer <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm just trying to make this look like from an insurance perspective that it was a pure accident i think the officers need to dig deeper yeah they really do come on palm beach pd come on florida jeez jeez Louise. How many people are in basements down there because of you? Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, that was fun. That was super fun, was Kev. Good. Nice job. That was Happy good stuff. 2020. Happy 2020. We Happy, did it. We did it. Happy 2020 to the uh, those tuning in. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to uh, listen to us anywhere else other than maybe the platform you're on, uh, just keep in mind we're we're available everywhere. You can you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher, which uh, you should probably take advantage of the promo that we give you. Yeah, I think this. I think the Stitcher promo code is fake headlines. Fake headlines. Yeah, that's what it is. Fake for, headlines. So if you go to Stitcher Premium, you can get one free month of Stitcher Premium using the code fake headlines yeah so you can listen to a great other podcast not just ours but ours is important yeah ours is the most important clearly um and then if you're listening to us on apple podcasts um maybe even if you're not you could go on and leave us a five-star review perhaps leave a few nice kind words kick off the new year with maybe making your resolution to be leaving us uh, a, a nice review and maybe some of your other favorite ones that maybe you're like, I don't understand why more people don't know them. It's because we need the reviews. Yeah. It's you know? very simple. We need your help. Yeah. So do that and tell your friends. And right now we are uh, trending in the comedy podcasts in New Zealand and the United States. So we're doing a so nice exciting. week for us right it's now. It's very yeah. exciting. So thanks to you guys for uh, spreading the word. We're and, and charting. For, we are charting right now. Yeah. This is a big deal. Big deal. Very exciting. Um, you can follow us on all the social media, Twitter at FakeHeadPod. Uh, Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram and uh, Facebook. That's it. And uh, you can always email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.